Hey, welcome to the Race to Alaska podcast, The Daily Fix. My name is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska. Let's get at it. I'm throwing in a late night addition to this podcast. During this podcast, we talk about Team Freya, we talk about the boats from the fleet coming up north. We're also talking about Team Nomadica. Ryan of Team Nomadica came in at 12 minutes past midnight on the 27th to a crowd of teams and fans that stayed up all night because they wanted to watch him complete something he's been trying at for two years. And he looked pretty good. Well, for a guy who went solo, 750 miles on a wind rider, 17. Okay, on with the show. All right, hey y'all, it's June 26th. I'm sitting here with Tim Penhollow who uh, raced in the 2015 two-handed race, and then again in 2016 as a solo, completing it in just over 25 days. I believe so. I wasn't counting. And we're going to take a look at the field as it is right now down south. Have you been watching any of them at all? I have. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got my uh, my fingers crossed for Oracle. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I had a really good chat with them before. They, uh, they asked some salient questions. I was able to give them some answers. But, the, you know, they look perfectly fit enough. They're uh, apparently a new couple. Yeah. So we'll see how the arguments went. They call it one long date. One long date. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he's a conflict resolution specialist. <laughs> that's right. That's which, right. <laughs> which, well, I might pick his brain about that once he comes down a bit. <laughs> and uh, I believe she's an Olympic Canadian rower, so good on Canada for sponsoring your Olympic athletes. <laughs> I mean, the sad part about it is that I was in contact with them today, mm-hmm. as well as Team Make It So. Right. Because they are two of the three that are actually in super danger of being swept. Well, that's why I'm pulling for them. They said that they're uh, they're going for it, for sure. And they're where exactly? They're in Shearwater right now. They're in Shearwater. They took a room, which is... Fair enough. A hard bed to get out of, however. It is. Yeah. It is. Make um, it, it so did it, too. If anything, though, I would say that the if you're strictly human-powered, the second half of the race is less daunting and has more places where you can take advantage of your relative skills because you can go up two very very narrow inlets uh you can wager on the wind going with you or against you with you is great and then if you go against it you can just hug up the shore and do what the other sailboats can't quite do um that being said it requires daily physical effort and there's there's plenty of hiding spots you think they'll have better daily mileage I think, or, yeah, or I, think, chance of that at least? I, I think, yeah, I think the 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 Cape Caution and Fitzhugh Sound, those two put together are probably the the, the 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 tallest mountain in the middle of the hike, to put it that way. And maybe a lot of it has to do with the psychology of it. You're past halfway. Maybe things are easier past halfway. I don't know. But once you reach Prince Rupert, you're really one long day away. Yeah, one real they'll, long day. They'll know by then. I, so I texted with Make It So. Right. There's some, I'll, I'll just read it to you. It's something that they kind of shared about what it's been like for them so far. Yeah. So I, I texted them and I just said, you know, how are they doing? What are their thoughts about Catch Can? And they said, we're doing our best. Every day we get a little workable wind and then it's either breaking white caps or dead calm. Depending on which it is, we either double reef our sails and run for cover or get roasted in the open sun as we are without shade. We also are without a spinnaker for light air, and our human propulsion moves us about 1.5 knots. We are learning a lot. Today is a rest day, as exhaustion makes decision-making very difficult. If the winds are 20 knots or more, which they frequently are, despite what the weather stations say, our little craft is unpleasant to be on in the extreme. 
For us, I believe we have chosen our vessel poorly. It's great when it's good, but it's almost never good. And that magical technology known as inside <laughs> is ever on our minds. I am in awe of the teams like Oracle, which are so exposed like us, but also do not move without considerable effort and strength. There is a meter-long crack in our gel coat and a golf-ball-sized hole that slowly lets water into our holes. Easy to pump out, but we dare not beach our beach cat again. So it's water world for us, and dry land is a myth unless there's a dock. Despite my whining, we are determined to reach Ketchikan safely. This has been the most difficult thing we have ever done by leaps and bounds. Good to hear. Yeah, right? Yeah, that uh, that sounds like somebody staring despair in the face and refusing to look at. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Right? I I was <laughs> I got so excited for him. I said, "Hell yeah, I want to see you in catch a can." A golf ball size hole. Yeah, it's a big size hole in a Prindle nineteen. It, it's also a beach cat. Not enough beaches. Too many rocky beaches. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's six inch swell on a rocky beach is death. Yeah, um, exactly. I hope they find docks. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of them out there, though, that's for sure. And the amount of thinking that they've been able to do on boat choice and boat design, that's good for the soul, too. <laughs> We've all been there. Anybody who's been in a canoe has been there. This is barely adequate. Right, right. So what do you think, man? Should we try and call uh, Ryan's wife? I think we should. Uh, I mean, I don't want to disturb her in the middle of her day, but presumably she's at least on tender hooks now, if not truly excited. All right, so we're about to give Lisa a call. That's the wife of Ryan of Team Nomadica. He sailed last year under the name Team Nordica with one other, but this year he's doing a solo attempt and should be in the Ketchikan by the 27th. Let's hear what Lisa has to say. Lisa, are you there? I am. Fantastic. Perfect. Hi, Lisa. Okay. Tim. Nice to hear from you. Hi, Tim. Nice to hear from you, too. Thanks for calling. Well, we're, uh, we're excited to shake somebody's hand here. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how excited we are for this. How, how much contact have you had with him so far? Uh, hardly any. So we had one phone call a couple days ago when he was just outside Prince Rupert and he just phoned and just said, I'm, I'm so cold and I'm so tired. You know, how much further do I have to go? So to it. And then he's like, okay, I got to go. And then he just kept going and not being able to hear from him has been so hard, but we keep seeing him moving and we saw him stop last night and have a good sleep. It looked like, and then he obviously caught some great wind today you know, I know every once in a while he gets my texts. I've been, every message anybody sends to me on Facebook or or text or call, whoever calls me, I send it automatically to him. Um, and I know he's reading them and I know he's getting all the love and excitement from everybody. And, um, and I guess we're going to talk to him really, really soon. That's my hope. <laughs> we do. And we, we have 13 finished racers. Standing around yeah. and cheer him in, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going to love that so much, that there's going to be people there to give him a hug, and it means so much to us that there's going to be somebody there that will greet him and, like, just cheer him when he rings that bell. Oh, yeah, I know he really wants to, he really wants to ring that bell. And so, Lisa, I've been wondering about his motivations. Was it really to get up to catch a can, or is this some elaborate scheme to get out of yard work? You know, I mowed the lawn myself the other day, and I was wondering that. Um, I sure missed him. 
<laughs> no, I think you know he and he and Brian had this scheme last year, and they wanted to go and and they got to you know Port Hardy last year, and he was just so he just so wanted to keep going and. He got home and he kept thinking about what they could have done differently and what boat would have been better. And he, you know, he was online looking every night at different boats and different ways to get there. And he just, it just never left his brain ever. And then he found this, you know, the little wind rider and he just was like, I got to do it. I've got to, I've got to get to the finish. This is something I started. I don't want to, I don't want to leave it out there. I want to be able to say I did the race to Alaska. We're all really, we're all really, really rooting for him. He's just so, we're so proud. And the, the amount of encouragement that we've been getting from people from around the world and friends and family and strangers has just been mind-blowing. People contacting me at home and just sending him so much love and support. I'm sure he's feeling that. Oh, yeah, I sure, I sure hope so. Uh, you know, I, like a lot of people, got to see the clip of the day today that they put out, which Features him, you know, down at Shearwater. Yeah. And he yeah. looks like he's having a blast. I mean, it's hard yeah. work, but he is present. He is there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that brought a whole lot of tears to a whole lot of people yesterday, I think. So, especially the singing at the end, you know. Our daughter, Gracie, was like, is that Dad singing? And I was like, sure is, babe, sure is. Uh. And, uh yeah. He's just he's just going to be so he's going to be so proud of himself and so excited to you know I'm sure he's exhausted but just the the level of accomplishment he has just put himself through is amazing. So just as a little treat, let's say his arrival is a fit uncle plea we're just waiting for the you know the hours that count down. Um does he have any favorite food we can cook him? Oh, a frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. He's I'm done. Frozen pizza. I know. Show up, show up with a, a frozen pizza and he'll be forever indebted. You know, a lot of people like their pizza warmed up, but I get it. I get yeah. it. Frozen pizza is good, too. <laughs> frozen pizza. Warmed up frozen pizza and some peanut oh, butter cups up. and he'll oh, be easy. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta warm it up. You got to bake it for him. <laughs> oh, well, that's a different story. I don't know about that. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of that. All right, Lisa, hey, thanks. Uh, it's really great uh, hearing being able to talk with you and hearing everyone rooting. And we're feeling the same way. Just can't wait for him to get in. So excited to see him ring that bell. So watch for us live when he comes in and tell him that we love him and give him extra hugs from all of us. Absolutely. You got it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. She was so pumped that his employer had given him uh, a month off. Uh-huh. Just like, good luck, here you go, which I think is his high season too. So, you know, and everything had lined up basically. That's what they were pumped about. Yeah, right, right, right. The $200 uh-huh. off a Craigslist boat. The $200 off Craigslist boat. <laughs> Handy, handy condom color. <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, and I think he left the harbor well. He yeah. Seemed, he seemed prepared enough. He was aware of what he learned out of last year. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I got it. Like, he's my age. He's just a regular dude with things to do. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Ho- hopefully we see the same guy coming up here. <laughs> yeah, right. Forgot to mention, but, you know, Freya came in this morning. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the single-hander. Right. Had a, lost his anchor. 
he actually anchors are critical. Yeah, very critical. Very. He was he was resourceful enough. He found a couple of boats actually to raft up to. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So okay. he got some sleep, but he um he has uh, one story of um being up in Grenville Channel, mm-hmm. and um and I will play it for you right now. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm embarrassed to say I fell asleep at the helm once. Was that last night when you said, talk to me, I'm falling asleep? No, that was something different. <laughs> well, that was a different time, okay? <laughs> but, but I'm going along, I'm going along, you know, and I knew, I knew it was prudent to stop, but I didn't have an anchor, and there was nowhere to stop, and there was no one to raft with, no one on yeah. VHF to talk to, no cell signal. I got to continue, right? What am I going to do? And there wasn't enough wind to heave to. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to kind of bob and stay awake a little bit. Set my phone for like a 10-minute little nap, and then the alarm goes off. And <coughs> So I woke up with bow in a waterfall. The, the boat, I don't know, like, I don't know the pull. I don't know the pull that those things have. I that on video. I know. It scared the shit out of me. I bet. I was awake for the rest of I mean, <laughs> I mean, power to water ball. right. It's one of those many great vignettes of experienced sailors finding themselves in positions they never thought they would be. All right, Tim, thanks for talking about Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll see the, the wrap-up of the race here coming up. How many more days do we have before the carrying wagon picks them up? What do you call it? The Grim the Reaper. Grim Sweeper. The Grim, Grim Sweeper. Sweeper, right. Well, we got till the 4th. Today's the 26th. We have eight days. Eight days. Eight days left, and so we're hoping they can all make it up in time. Though the math is against a few of them. The math is against me sometimes, too. Yeah, and yet you persevere. Right on. You can follow it all at r2ak.com. This is Daniel Evans, Race Boss for Race to Alaska.